This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A curveball! It's time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 168 of Brewers on Tap. The crew sitting at 71 and 67 as we round the corner and head down the backstretch in the month of September for the 2019 championship season. The crew currently six and a half games out of first in the NL Central. They trail the Cardinals by those six and a half games. They trail the Cubs by four games. Of course, the Cubs hold on to the second wild card spot right now in the National League. Okay, the good news, well, seven of the next 11 are against the aforementioned teams with the Cubs coming to town for a four-game series this weekend at Miller Park. The other four in that stretch of 11 games against the Marlins, who own the worst record in the National League. That equals opportunity. The final 13 games following that stretch to finish up the season all against teams that are at least 11 games under 500 or worse currently. That also equals opportunity. It still comes down to the Brewers playing well, but if you look at those numbers just in terms of what's left on the schedule, if the Brewers play well, the postseason is still very much in the cards for this squad. They have to play a high brand of ball over the final three and a half weeks, though. Okay, who's hot? Well, Jordan Lyles, seven starts with the Brewers since the deal that was made at the deadline. 38 and two-thirds innings on the mound, 11 earned runs allowed, 2-5-6 ERA. He has only allowed more than two earned runs once, and five of the seven starts have resulted in one or less runs. Adrian Hauser, seven starts, 10 earned runs in his last 37 in two-thirds innings. 2.39 ERA over that same stretch. Basically the same stretch we're talking about with Jordan Lyles. He's allowed one run in every one of the seven starts except for one. Eric Thames is shot. He's 10 for his last 30 with two doubles, a triple, and three home runs over his last 10. And Manny Pena, 324 average since July the 5th with a 923 OPS over the course of that span. Here's what else we have coming up for you on this episode of Brewers on Tap. We're going to talk to Hernan Perez. We're going to check in on the farm and we're going to tell you what's coming up. Of course, when we check in on the farm, it's kind of exciting because the Biloxi Shuckers are in the Southern League Divisional Series right now against the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. And we have kind of the final numbers on the rest of the minor league seasons. So that'll be fun as well. Stay with us. Here we go. We're going to jump in to our first conversation. It's with Aaron on Paris. Braun sends it to left center and deep. Get up. Get up. Get out of here and gone again for Ryan Braun. He just hit another three-run shot out of here. Time to catch up with the crew. Infielder, outfielder, 
occasional pitcher, Aaron Perez. HP back with the club, and uh, yeah, I, I know that when you got DFA'd and went to San Antonio, that's never easy, but you kept grinding away, and you got yourself hot down there, and now you're back with the club, and you've been able to have a good impact since you've been back. How's it felt? Uh, it's pretty good, like you say. It's never easy, but I never give up. I think that was one of the most things, like, uh, I always keep working hard. I, got, I had the support from my family. They always support me, and thank God I'm back here. What kind of perspective does it give you when you go back to AAA? And you had a lot of guys around you that you were very familiar with there as well, but what kind of perspective does it give you when you do make it back again? Uh, it's, a, it's, a big, uh, it's a big perspective. Like, I went out there. I mean, that was a little bit hard for me. I've been, I haven't been there for five years. So I, I get there. I, I was with Sweetie. Uh, he managed me before, so he gave me advice. He just keep pushing me and never let me down and I think that's that was that's that's why I came back quick because I work out hard and I never give up. You are one of the longest tenured brewers right now on this team you've been around this club for a long time and you were around last year when this team got on that magical run in September what's it going to take to to do that same thing again? I stay positive I mean this is a, this is a hard sport this is a hard game you know it's sometimes you have like a bad bad street you can have a good street and I hope we can turn it out quickly here. Travis Shaw's back up. You got a chance to see him in San Antonio, and, and you got a chance to see him have a lot of success in San Antonio. How close do you feel like he is right now? I haven't, I haven't followed him a lot, like, last week, two weeks, but always heard, like, he's doing great. I'm always happy to see everybody here in the, in the big leagues, you know. I think this is a dream for everybody, big bad in the, in the big team. And I hope he, he, turn, he turn around and do well again. Your guy, we've talked about this before, you want to manage someday, and tomorrow rosters expand. How much different does that job become once the rosters expand? It has to be hard for counts, you know, like, they're going to bring, I don't know how many people they're going to bring, but always they bring like seven, eight players more. Uh, it's going to be hard for him to give, give playing time to everybody. You're getting a chance to play a lot since you've been back up, and I know that's important to you. You'd play every day if they would let you. Um, have you felt like you've been able to get into a pretty decent little groove? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, like, like, like you said, I've been playing a lot. Couple injuries in the team made me play, so I try to approach those and approach the, the game time they give me to get better. Hernan, we always appreciate it. Thanks so much for giving us some time. Thank you. Well, the other name that we have to mention that is really exciting right now is Brent Suter. Brent Suter made his return to a major league mound, and it's an incredible story. He pitched in late July of 2018, then he had the Tommy John surgery, and here we are in September of 2019, and he is back on the mound. September 2nd, that was the Monday game against Houston. That was the game that ended up in extra innings. Brent Suter climbed back on the mound. He went two and a third, Gave up three hits, one earned run. It was a home run, and he struck out a pair in 41 pitches. It was really cool. It was a great tip of the cap from the fans. Everybody was excited about it, and rightfully so. Good for Brent Suter, and congratulations to him on making an amazing and an amazingly quick comeback from Tommy John surgery. All right, let's check in on the farm. Checking in on the farm. 
Well, as we go down on the farm, there's a lot of house cleaning to do because the season is over for the most part in the minor leagues. The San Antonio Missions finished the year 80 and 60. They did finish on the outside looking in in terms of the postseason, but they got some good performances down the stretch. One of those coming from Tyrone Taylor. The 25-year-old dealt with injuries for a good chunk of the season, but once he returned healthy, he left his mark. He hit 327 in the 38 games post-All-Star break. He had eight home runs, eight doubles, and had a 954 OPS over that stretch. Also, Corey Ray, the 2016 first-round pick, who had the big year last year, Southern League MVP, Brewers Minor League Player of the Year in 2018. He had a strong finish this season. He dealt with injuries all year as well, but he had 271 with six doubles and three home runs in the month of August, which was good progress for him at the AAA level. And, of course, David Freitas was named a postseason all-star in the PCL. He is now up with the big league club. Double-A Biloxi, well, they're the talk of the minor league system right now for the Brewers. They finished the regular season 82-57. and 57. They won the second half of the Southern League's South Division after they won the first half and after they did the same thing a year ago. They are in the midst of the Southern League Division Series, and on Wednesday they won a wild one, 11-10 over Pensacola to take Game 1. Dylan Thomas hit a walk-off home run in that one for the Shuckers. Devin Williams, who of course has been up with the big league squad for a good chunk of the second half, he was optioned down to Biloxi. He threw a scoreless inning and struck out a pair in that Southern League Divisional Series. We'll see if we see Devin Williams back up after he spends the 10 days down in the minors for the crew. Trey Schupak was promoted to AAA San Antonio at the end of July, but he still put together a good enough season for the Shuckers that he was named the Southern League Most Valuable Pitcher. In 20 starts this season at the AA level, Shupak pitched to a 2-2-0 ERA and went 11-4. Dylan File was really good. He went 9-2 in the regular season with a 2-7-9 ERA. And Alec Bettinger had a great second half. He pitched to a 2-7-2 ERA over his last 13 starts. And Drew Rasmussen, a righty from Oregon State, throws 100 miles an hour. He finished his season with seven scoreless outings out of his last 10 and he allowed just one earned run over his final 13 and two-thirds innings on the mound, spanning five appearances in the regular season. Class A advanced Carolina, the Mudcats, 65 and 74 overall, but they had a couple of big hardware winners. Mario Feliciano, a 20-year-old catcher, he had a big year at the plate on his way to being named the Carolina League MVP. He got promoted to Double A Biloxi at the very end of the season. He's in the midst of that playoff series right now for the Shuckers. Feliciano finished the year hitting 273, 19 home runs, 81 driven in. The 19 home runs led the Carolina League, while the 81 were second in the league. And on the mound, Noah Zavallis was named the Carolina League's most outstanding pitcher. He finished 6-5 with a 2.98 ERA. He made nine starts in the second half for the Mudcats, went 3-2 with an ERA of 2.17 over 58 innings. His 2.98 ERA was second best in the league while his total of 133 innings was the fourth highest. And the big news here in Carolina is right-handed pitcher Phil Bickford. 14 consecutive scoreless outings to finish up his season. He did not allow a run since June 30th. It spanned 24 innings. He finished with an ERA of 2.48 in 20 appearances, and he was named the Brewers Minor League Pitcher of the Month. In Class A, Wisconsin, the Timber Rattlers finished just a game under 500 at 69 and 70, but they were 38 and 32 in the second half. Lefty and first-round pick Ethan Small, he made five starts for the Timber Rattlers, went 0-2 with an ERA of one. 
Small threw a total of 18 innings, and he struck out 31. Max Lazar finished 7-3 and three with a 2-3-9 ERA. The 20-year-old recorded 109 strikeouts over the course of this season. And catcher David Fry's 41 doubles led the Midwest League. Fry hit 258 with 17 home runs and 70 RBIs. Fry was named the Midwest League's post-All-Star squad. Rookie Rocky Mountain Vibes, they're still finishing up their season. Carlos Luna had a good year for them. 22-year-old finished 3-4 and with a 3.66 ERA over his 13 starts. Ended up making a late spot start for the San Antonio Missions after all the September call-ups. And he threw five innings of one-run baseball at Nashville, which was encouraging to see. Also, Gabe Holt, he was a star in college for Texas Tech. And the 2019 seventh-round pick, he missed the College World Series in June due to injury. He's now healthy, finishing up his season in the Pioneer League. He smacked a couple of home runs in about 10 games with Rocky Mountain. And the Arizona League Blue Brewers, uh, the blue went 23-33, and 33, and the gold went 16-40. and 40. Okay, Arizona Fall League Brewers will send seven players to the Arizona Fall League. That begins on September 18th. It'll be Victor Castaneda and Robbie Hitt, a couple of right-handed pitchers, lefties Clayton Andrews and Quentin Torres Costa, and then outfielder Pablo Abreu, catcher David Fry, and first baseman Jake Gatewood. They will all play for the Glendale Desert Dogs. And we told you, of course, that Phil Bickford was the organization's minor league pitcher of the month. Tyrone Taylor was the Brewers' minor league player of the month for the month of August. That is a big, healthy, heaping bunch of Brewers' minor league news. Let's check out what's coming up on the major league schedule here over the next couple of weeks. Here's what's on tap. Okay, here is what is coming up for the Brewers. Of course, we already mentioned it. Big four-game series this weekend against the Chicago Cubs. Tonight, Thursday night, that's a 6-10 start. That game was moved up from the original start time, so make note of that. It'll be Jose Quintana on the mound against Chase Anderson for the crew. On Friday, goes back to a 7-10 start. Cole Hamels gets the ball for Chicago. And for the Brewers, Zach Davies will get the ball for the crew. Then on Saturday, that is the 7th, you Darvish going for the Cubs, Gio Gonzalez going for the Brewers, and we're back to a 6-10 start. And then on Sunday, that's a getaway day, a 1-10 start. Kyle Hendricks will go for Chicago. Adrian Hauser will go for the Brewers. Then the Brewers will get on a plane, head to Miami for four with the Miami Marlins before coming um, before going to St. Louis, I should say, finishing up that road trip and then coming home for the final homestand of the season. It's going fast, folks. If you haven't been out to Miller Park, make sure you get out there before it's all said and done. Hopefully we're going to have some October baseball to be talking about very soon as well. Have a great one, everybody. Episode number 168 in the books. I'm Link Rindle. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 